He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. So it's going to become a wind generation. And all they're doing is they're going to save them a hell of a lot of money and using the same transmission line they transmitted the coal-fired electric on. We're going to be shutting these plants down all across America and having wind and solar. So, okay, thank you. That worked. Thank you, TriCaster. Stupid-ass machine. Um, you know, you spend so much money. Our studio is pretty high-tech, and, and things still fail. But that... that was Joe Biden saying he's going to end coal production, eliminate coal production across the country. And he said that mere days before one of the most, if not the most critical election in the history of our country, which I know everyone always says is, is the case, but it really does, I think, increasingly become the case with each, each election. But I mean, seriously, who, who approved that kind of comment, that kind of logic for this? And, and, and by the way, how does Pennsylvania, a critical state, right? We got Fetterman and Oz going, going there. We got the Mastriano race. We got all sorts of stuff going on in Pennsylvania. Who's the, the third largest producer of coal in the country? 6.8%. Now, Wyoming's the biggest. West Virginia comes in second. But Pennsylvania right there, all of these people who work at these, these, these coal plants out of work. Again, it's just like Keystone XL pipeline over and over. Hey, bye-bye. Don't worry. We'll get you a green new job. You'll start at the bottom. You're not trained or qualified for it. The jobs technically don't even exist yet, but we'll get you in line. You can start back. Oh, you know, maybe you're at 35 K or so a year. It will never, ever be able to sustain your family, but you're going to feel better about it. I hope that our side who is, who, traditionally fails us and doesn't do as well of a job as they should with messaging and all of that. I hope they go hard to the hoop with this, but he wasn't done because he gave us another sound bite. He also went on this rant right here. Take a listen. No more drilling. There is no more drilling. I haven't formed any new, new drilling. No, I, That was before I was president. We're trying to work on that, get that done. Thank you. Okay, so no more drilling. He, he just went really, again, hard to the hoop. We know this is what the Democrats want to do. We know this is where the radical progressive left has gone. We know everything that they're trying to do to this country. But do you say it out loud right before an election? When, when people are not happy with you, we're going to talk more about that later. I... It doesn't surprise me, but man, it's not a good move. It is not a good move. All right. Thanks to those of you, by the way, who watched Foreign and Domestic this Saturday. My good buddy, former lawman Ray Dietrich and I have this new show that we're doing. In addition to this one, this one's not going anywhere. Don't worry. But we've got Foreign and Domestic, which comes out on Saturday. You can watch it on, you know, here on Rumble, on Red Voice Media Rumble. You can watch it over on LifeSet. It is getting pushed out everywhere. You, we encourage you to go to all those channels. And search and find the foreign and domestic channel as well. Subscribe to that one too. But it's going to be coming out every Saturday. Great guests, great stories, foreign and domestic stories, stuff that's not just here in the U.S. So we're excited about it. Also, on that front real quick, 
excited about this. Tomorrow is a big day. We know that tomorrow is a big day. Where are you going to watch your election coverage? I hope that we have the answer for you. Because be- with the launch of this new show, Foreign and Domestic, we're going to be live covering everything, bringing on guest commentators from 8. Coverage starts at 8 tomorrow night on all the major platforms. You'll find us. We'll be live. You can watch it there. Uh, it'll run till at least 11.30 or so, maybe later, depending on how the night's going. So please check that out. Tell your friends. That's where you need to do it. Don't, don't go and watch the garbage on the mainstream media. Uh, we'll give you some of the insights that they're talking about, some of the updates they're talking about, but then we'll put some, add some color to it. So it's going to be fun. Looking forward to it. It'll be casual. We're not going to be all stuffy with suits, you know, pounding papers on the desk. That's not us. Uh, so we'll have a good time. Eight, eight o'clock tomorrow night. Coverage starts. Okay. Going to get into some more Biden nonsense today. John Fetterman uh, is making this final push in his campaign. But is he saying and doing the right things? I think you probably know the answer to that. Hillary lied again. We'll tell you what about. We'll break down the lie, prove her wrong, which is not hard. It was, it was literally the easiest thing to prove maybe ever. We'll do that. We'll talk about Carrie Lake. We got new polls in booze and banter today, spelling trouble. Biden and the Democrats, a whole bunch of Twitter drama. You got John Fetterman and the Democrats already setting the stage, which we talked about last week, but already setting the stage for the delays in the polling. All that's going to be over on Booze and Banter. You just saw it on the screen, drewberkwist.locals.com. Get on over there, get yourself an account, come have a drink, come have some fun with this after the show. We'll keep this party going. All right, let's get to the question of the day. We're in holiday season. Whether you like it or don't like it, we're here, okay? This is, this is where things are. But the question today is, and I think I ask this question every year, but the question is, when Halloween ends, do you get right into it with Christmas? Does it start for you after Halloween as we get into November? You know, the stores have been doing it for months at this point, it feels like. Or do you wait until after Thanksgiving? That's, that is the question of the day as you send in your responses we want to hear what you have to say today's episode is brought to you by my friends over at field of greens and Brickhouse nutrition i admit it guys this probably won't surprise you but i don't always make the best food choices i make more better food choices what? than you probably give me credit for but i don't make great ones all the time it's not like when we're growing up and you've got your mom there reminding you to eat your fruits and vegetables fast forward to today and let's be honest there's zero chance that i'm eating the doctor recommended six cups of fruits and veggies each day it's just not happening but that's why i take and my family does too field of greens it's powered with the full spectrum of essential vegetables and fruits plus science-backed herbs and prebiotics all of it's in there and that's what i need that's what you need that's what all of us need to have to be healthy guys you got to get that it works fast and if you're like me you'll have more energy you're going to feel healthier your skin's going to look better all of this stuff and it can help you lose weight too which we all probably could use if we're being honest with ourselves probably could but it's not about that it's about being healthy it's about getting it in there it tastes great basic nutrition is the answer it's the simple solution excuse me simple solution with results so powerful that when i take my next physical which is coming up. Ah, I hate that. Coming up. You're going to have the doctor be like, hey, just keep doing what you're doing. Sometimes, do you get nervous, Disco, when you go? Like, I, I don't like going. I don't like people judging. Yeah, 
I just had my uh, my last physical like uh, a week ago or something like that, and I was nervous. And I and it was even it, we just sat there. He didn't like do he didn't really do anything that like normally would happen in a physical. And then we got done. I'm like, are we done? He's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> He's like, your your blood pressure is a little high. I was like, yeah, it's because I was nervous for being here. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I wasn't sure that, what you were going to do. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, but no, but but you can feel better about this. With Field of Greens, guys, it's, it, it, is, it is legit. It's not a supplement. It is something that's just going to help you. It tastes good. There's, there's a bunch of different flavors on there. We've been trying the different ones in our house. Um, love them all. I have, I have one in particular that's, that's my favorite so far, but I'll tell you about that later. But join me. Take Field of Greens, too. And to help you get started, I got 15% off your first order. You're welcome. And another 10% off when you subscribe. So visit fieldofgreens.com. Use promo code Drew. That's D-R-E-W. Fieldofgreens.com. Use promo code Drew. And I cannot wait to hear your success story. And I need my audience healthy. So get your butts over there and get it. Fieldofgreens.com. Promo Drew. All right. What are the, what are the answers to the question today? I see lots of F. Joe Biden stuff as usual uh, on all platforms. Very consistent across the board. Everyone is is good with that. But what are your answers? Do you decorate for Christmas? Get into the Christmas spirit after Thanksgiving or before? Uh, let us know. <clears throat> okay. Texas Panhandle. Drew, can we drink? Is it, what day is it? Is it Monday? Yes, of course you can. Uh, that's what we do here. And this <laughs> Does is the day show. end in why. <laughs> that's why I have not <laughs> gone to get my latest physical. Um, no, I, um, <clears throat> you absolutely can. Uh, there's no need to ever ask that question here. I think that was up during when he when you were talking about the um, the uh, election. I think that's what. That, oh, that, of course, of course. Oh, yes, that makes a whole lot more sense. But yes, the answer is de- definitely I will be. It's eight o'clock at night after a long day. You know that's going to be happening. Okay, nope. Thanksgiving is the cutoff. Thanksgiving for me. No, after Thanksgiving a bit, like I guess a little bit after says Lindsay, uh, uh, Lindy Cat. Excuse me. After Thanksgiving. Yes, brought the Christmas boxes up already. Okay, getting after. I love it. After Thanksgiving, says Texas Panhandle. After. Debbie says just before Thanksgiving. That has nothing to do with it. After Thanksgiving. After. So a lot, a lot, um, a lot are after. Don't even think about Christmas until deer season is over, says Brian over on Facebook. The day after Thanksgiving is full on Christmas carry. I like that. Okay, so I feel like as I'm kind of scrolling through others, a lot of after, some just before, and then a smaller portion are already in. What what are you, Disco? I, I am a full like <laughs> if if it's gonna the earliest it's gonna start will be the day after Thanksgiving. I am not a fan of having it up for too long, but also I grew up seeing Christmas carols in a caroling company, so i like it just I was Christmas all the time, all the you know growing up, and so it was just too much for me. It'd be like July and I'm practicing dashing through the snow. You know, and I just, I couldn't. So right. I, like for me, for me in my house, we're like, nope, after Thanksgiving. And we want, it's funny. The girls want to watch the Grinch the other night. I'm like, you can't, I'm going to go in the other room. <laughs> like, like it's too I early. Wanna, I want to go around. I've gotten so many questions already at home. Can we, can we watch this? Can we watch that? No, no, you can't. Um, I, uh, just before Christmas is Royal. Um, I, so I've said this before. I probably said this last year when we were when we were doing this. I think, you know, we've moved up a little bit. I'm traditionally just after Thanksgiving, like you know, all right, let's let's put on the sweatpants, 
because we're all uncomfortable <laughs> from eating. If, if you're doing it right, right? I mean, make yourself hurt on Thanksgiving. That's, that's how it's supposed to be done. I think that's, that was what the pilgrims and everyone who celebrated that first thing. That yeah, was, that's, that's what, what the it was founding about. fathers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but, but the, we would be that way now. So we'll do some mild and I, I mean, pretty mild decorations the week before, i.e. We do some white lights around our fence in the backyard. That's not like you could technically say are not even Christmas. Uh, they are, but like you'll the week see before some people. What Thanksgiving or the the yeah the the you the week of Thanksgiving right before. So gotcha. Um, okay. Well, the weather's nice. You want to be outside. You're illuminating yeah. your backyard. You're illuminating yeah, your backyard. Yeah, so it's kind of yeah. like backyard patio lights to start, and then you know we'll usually get the tree that week, but not decorate the tree that week. And then after Thanksgiving's over, we go all in on that. Yeah. So now, um, now full disclosure, the last time I was there was what June into June, something like that. Yeah. You started singing. It's beginning. To, and your wife was like, no, it's <laughs> <laughs> like too early. I, I'm <laughs> all about ready it. to go. <laughs> yeah. I'm always ready to go. I understand there are limits. I understand there's times where it's appropriate, where it's not appropriate, but I'm always ready to go. I'm always wanting to feel the magic of the season, the jolly, the jolliness. Uh, I hope that we're extra jolly because we've won the election tomorrow uh, and we've gotten the house back. Like up in your bathroom, like door so that you can always get some action. Oh, I have mistletoe up everywhere. It's in my car. It's you name it. (laughs) I've got like a pole that attaches to that grocery (laughs) cart. Like, Um, yeah, mistletoe's everywhere. I it's, it's great. Matthew, Thanksgiving's my favorite holiday. It's pretty damn awesome. It's hard to it's hard to beat. I'm so freaking pumped about it. It's it's awesome. Um, okay, let's get into the news stories. We appreciate all of you guys being here. Let's let's continue the engagement on all the platforms that you are on. So over the weekend, you had the Democrats hold this big, you know, rally. They were trying to like seem like they knew what they were doing and that people like them. They don't. But they hold this rally in Pennsylvania, and they brought out the heavy hitters. They brought out the Obama Sia. They've got all their people. And if you watched all the mainstream media coverage of it, it seemed like it was just this ginormous packed house event. But it wasn't. You've maybe seen this on social media now. Check out the actual footage here, who sh- who, which shows how empty the arena actually was. <laughs> I love, first of all, I love that the guy filming it or, or someone nearby is singing, singing. that too. Um, <laughs> like, I hope like in like sweatpants and like sweating and like really uncomfortable. I don't know why I need that visual there, but it just, it, it seemed right. Makes but, you feel better. But you can see that, you can see the picture in the scene there. They've got that huge drape up. I mean, half of the arena, if not more, is empty. And this is the type of propaganda <clears throat> that we know we're facing. This is this is how the left does things though. Oh no, did you see how crowded it was? Um it wasn't. You you had a massive drape that cut the arena in half. Would would, would we even want to call that? I'm going to turn the audio down. Do we even want to call this a arena? I mean or an, it's an a, arena? Excuse it's me, a large gymnasium. Yeah, cuz like that's where I feel. I mean like cuz look at that. That's that's not an arena. It's two two sections worth, you know. I mean, like it's it's 
I mean, it's yeah, not going to house like the uh, uh, an NBA team or something like that. It's, it could be uh, like a college. That could be like a college stadium or like you know whatever you want to call it. Well, that's like, what it know, is. It's a college you know basketball arena. Um, oh, so it's, okay. Right, it's gotcha. just, but it's not as obviously not as big as as a professional. So so it's it's a it's a shrunken down arena that is not even half filled. So, but but we all know about the concerted effort between big tech, the mainstream media, the Democrat Party, all of these guys, to push out this message that they want us to see, this message that they want us to believe. This is just another example of how they do things and how they use propaganda. And they have to do this stuff because they know. Deep down, they know. They have their goals. They know what they like. But they know that their message is not resonating with the American people. People see the price of gas, of groceries, of electricity. Nobody likes it at all. I I have not met one person out there yet, left, right, or center, who's been like, yeah, you know what? These prices are all... I've been waiting for things thank to, god to get this out of control right <laughs> like i didn't want my kids to go to college or even school i didn't want them to eat and thanks to joe biden they're not going to anymore thanks joe like that no one's like that come on everyone's miserable yeah. and hey also too you never saw one trump rally where they had to put up a big thing or it was like not even barely there it was like they had overflow they had overflow of overflow rooms right. going on you know, yeah, and, or and people just stood outside because they couldn't go in. Like it just, it was there. I'm not saying I'm not like we talk about sometimes. It's not like pro Trump and all stuff. I'm just saying like it goes to show they're like, oh, everyone's for us, but no one's there. Exactly. No they want there. they want to feel like their enemy Trump feels like with oh, everyone's here. We're playing old mainstream music. You know this. <laughs> I want to feel the heat. <laughs> um, I like like they're doing all those things, but they cannot execute it because no one likes them, and hopefully. Because no one likes them, and certainly no one likes the results. Maybe there's people who did like them, but but are now concerned with what's happened in terms of policy and the ramifications that it has on, on the American people. Hopefully, they're going to get crushed tomorrow in the polls. Hopefully, the Democrats take it in the piper for that. But then it was time for, and we've heard him say this before, but it's time for the vegetable in chief to get on stage. No one cares about him. They were only there to see Obama. And of course, he had to attempt a joke. Here it was. Don't jump. <laughs> Why does he always Brilliant. say that? And I mean, again, who knows if he's making a joke or not? I'm sure there are, in fact, lots of Democrats who see what their party's become, what it's turned into, and are thinking about maybe doing that. We encourage you not to. We're not a pro-suicide show. I don't know if we've made that maybe. clear before, but... Yeah, well, maybe maybe he's he was thinking, man. If I was up there, I'd I'd probably want to jump, you know. <laughs> right. That's not a good idea. Don't jump. You know? These these people <laughs> yeah. have have ruined my. They're they're making me do all sorts of stuff. I don't know. But it's it's again. I mean, it's like, dude, just no. Don't say that. Like, stop. Don't think. Don't at least don't think on your own. I don't know. But getting back to the rally. So get you get back to it. The dude and all of his cohorts and buddies who were there, they just seemed so out of touch. And specific to his speech, he made all the same lame jokes that we've heard a million times before. We heard the deer and the Kevlar joke again. And he says these things, and then he has this dumb open mouth look on his face after he says them. When he hits the punchline, 
which just seems to make it worse. It's like what you said is stupid and makes no sense. But on top of it, we've got to look at that goofy ass face as you say it. Incapable. Like, did I even say that? Like, hey, whatever. But he's he's the definition, as we all know, of someone whose better years are clearly behind him. And in the previous years, the years that are behind him now, he's sold out his country to the Chinese and others for monetary gain. In his better years, he showered with his daughter, cheated on his wife. Glory days. (laughs) (laughs) Who then got into a car accident, kills your infant daughter so you can eventually marry your lover. Set up your brother with a real estate business so he can gain millions of dollars off the Iraq war and never built a single building. That was a great deal. And, of course, he used and continues to use his drug-addled son as a bagman and pay-for-play schemes around the world. Ridiculous. Then, by the way, has the audacity not to put up a stocking for Hunter's bastard child. It's a weird family that they've got, the Bidens. No one's going to confuse him, though. We know this much. Hopefully they get their ass kicked tomorrow at the polls, and we know for a fact that no one is going to confuse this guy, the puppet-in-chief, with Washington, Lincoln, Roosevelt, Kennedy, Reagan, any, any of the great leaders. They might confuse him with Carter, but then we'll quickly realize, oh, no, 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 he's, he's, he's definitely the worst. He's in his own league. Carter gets a pass. But we need, let's, do, let's do one more clip to help prove all the things that we're saying. Because he's giving a, a separate talk this weekend where he talked about energy. And, and we really don't need to show anymore because we know what a disaster he is. But let's show it anyways. Here's Joe nearly falling off the stage or the speaking area, whatever this is. Take a look. This year, Big Pharma lost and the American people won. We put a cap of $2,000 a year on prescription drugs for seniors, no matter what their cost. Two, ten, twelve, fifteen. Oops, stepping on a. There's a. It's black. Anyway. St- no matter what the cost, and some cancer drugs cost as much as that. They're never going to have to make more than two thousand dollars. And we put a thirty-five dollar a month cap on insulin to deal with their diabetes. How many of you people know somebody who needs insulin for their diabetes? Well, they're paying an average of 400 bucks a month now. It costs 10 bucks to make it, 15 bucks a, a total of 15 to package it, and they're charging four to 800 dollars. That's over now. <laughs> all right, well, first of all, none of that's an accurate portrayal or description, what he just said there. But the better part was the beginning, where he almost trips and then, and then loses his thing, and then he says, "Almost stepped on a what, what did he say? Like black?" He said, "It's black." It's like, black. It must have blended. It must have blended in with the stage, which is fine. I get it. Um, but yeah, fair what, enough. What, what, whatever. But also, too, you said you know, earlier you were talking about like the description of the family, and you're like the Bidens. I feel like ten years from now that could be a great CW like drama show. The yeah. Bidens. <laughs> like, I I don't normally watch those type of shows, but I might watch that one. Yeah, <laughs> just a. It's it's there's definitely a story there. Uh, it's depressing that it's a real one, which would be hard to watch because of it. But there's definitely a story there. All right, let's move on from Joe for today. Everyone smash that like button, whichever platform you're on. We're so grateful that you're here. Continue to engage in the chat. 
Make sure you are subscribed on said platform. Uh, if you're on Rumble and you haven't done it, please do so. It's up in the right corner. Either way, you can. if you're not on Rumble, please come on over to Rumble. It's rumble.com forward slash Drew Berquist. We'd be so honored to have you subscribed here so you get notified. We're not doing this show on YouTube anymore, as you guys know now. So please help make this a better deal over here. Fight back. Push through the algorithm. Same thing for all the other platforms. You know how to do it. Um, okay, we got plenty more to get to. We got Fetterman. We got Murder Granny Hillary Clinton. We got Carrie Lake. We got plenty of stuff. We still got booze and banter after the show. That's all coming up on the other side. Stick around. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your continued support. With everything going on right now, your rest is so important. That's why we're having the biggest MyPillow sale ever. Not only are my bed pillows as low as $19.98, but you can get the best body pillows ever. Regular $89.98, now only $29.98. Take your rest on the go with our Roll and Go Anywhere My Pillows for only $14.98. And we have our new couch and accent pillows. They aren't just for looks. They have MyPillow's patented adjustable fill that gives you that amazing MyPillow comfort. In this economy, you get the best gifts ever for the best prices ever. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you get deep discounts on body, couch, bolster pillows, and so much more, including my original bed pillows for as low as $19.98. Please order now while quantities last. I'm laughing ahead uh, in advance of what we're about to watch here. Welcome back, by the way. I'm Drew Berkowitz. This is my show. And the Fetterman campaign. Final push here. And they released one. You've probably seen this. If you have, you got to watch it again. I'm sorry. If you haven't, you're welcome. But they released one of the craziest campaign political ads in history over the weekend. And I'm going to give you guys a minute. I should have done it, too. I'm going to give you a minute to pour yourself a drink, top off your drink if you're in that category. If you're on the West Coast, we won't judge, although it's that's that's impressive. Um, but top it off, have a couple sips before I roll this clip because you're going to need it. It is it is just why. Did, did you watch this, Disco, before? before I have load? not. I have not because I was thinking this is probably gold. Yes. I want to wait. And so you I did the right thing. It. Yeah, like I had, I had to like scroll through because sometimes we have those like bumpers at the end. So I had to scroll through real quick just to see if there's anything that I needed to take out. Right. But other than that, I have not listened to it or watched it. So well, get get ready, saddle up, my friends, because and keep in mind as a, as a preface, this guy is an absolute train wreck, a stroke victim, which again we're not cheering for, but the reality is he's got some significant cognitive damage that he's dealing with here. We can all see it here. It and they thought. In, in in conjunction with that, on top of all that, that releasing this ad would be a good idea. <laughs> take take a look. I know 
Mr. Fetterman. Mr. Fetterman. Yeah? You need any help? I'm running for the U.S. Senate, kid. I need all the help I can get. You're running for Senate? Sure. Where's your suit and your flag pin and your hair? Oh, hey, kid. I just want you to know I'd vote for you. Hey, thanks, kid. You want a drink? Nah, no. Really? You can have it. Okay. Hey, kid! Catch! Wow! Thanks, Mayor John! What's a jag-off? Um, I'll tell you when you're older. Okay. Alright, so look. Let's... <laughs> <laughs> There's the, that's that's about as bad as Ricky Bobby. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> I drink real good. Well, <laughs> it's so it's a, it's a total rip from the 1980s Coca-Cola commercial starring Joe Green. So, but great commercial. But but why? <laughs> but why? Like why? Like why are you doing that? Like what? What do you think? What message does that send? I I I don't I don't get it. I don't. I don't know, but we do have a better idea of where he does all his hits at. Yes, we found the brick layer. We found the brick layer. It's yeah. I, to me, I feel like this was him being like, "I really liked that commercial as a kid. Let's just remake it. Let's just do the same thing." I clearly, I'm a good actor and and haven't had a stroke, so we can nail this. <laughs> but I mean, here's the thing too: those takes were awful. I mean, he awful. I mean, absolutely atrocious. Though that's those are the ones they went with. Can you imagine seeing the outtakes? I will I will pay an exorbitant amount of money for the outtakes of this commercial if anyone from the left or a company who just filmed it and didn't care about the politics of it. I please get in contact with us, producer at redbeachmedia.com. I want those takes. Those would be gold. But literally, I mean his performance, the one that they went with was absolutely atrocious. He looks like a strange disabled goon walking through this brick room. And then all of a sudden you get the random kid who emerges. Like maybe he's being held captive inside of Fetterman's house of communism. I don't know what's going on there. But he offers him a cola. He, of course, pounds the whole cola, going back and ripping the old commercial. But he tosses him the kid... The, the kid, the T-shirt, the which has an appropriate, or totally inappropriate, I should say, slogan on there. Like, he's running, like, like lurching through the hallway. Like, you can't walk, you can't talk, and then you're asked why you don't dress appropriately, which you don't. And again, I'm wearing board shorts right now, so I, but I can do whatever I want. This is called This Is My Show. You're also not running for office. I'm not running for office, nor would I ever. But... He, he does that. Then you toss the kid a shirt calling Trump a jagoff. Like, it's a cringe moment, man. It, the whole thing is just cringe. 
It's any. Do you see him smile at the end too? His open the mouth smile. I don't know, the whole the whole thing is yeah, just no, it's, weird. It's all like I think what would have made it more like you know funny is if it was a Fetterman sized shirt that he threw at the kid. Yes. So then the kids wearing like you know like the PJ like like dress. Dad's yeah. PJ. Yeah, dad's shirt for PJs. That would have been better, just to kind of you know play off of it, but. Well, obviously yeah, they're going to yeah. have to cheat for this guy and they're keeping him in hoping that they can. And we're going to get to some of the, the delays that they're already warning about in the Fetterman campaign and booze and banter. So get on over there. But like based on that commercial alone, if you're living in Pennsylvania, I can't vote in this one. I probably could actually with the new Democrat rules, but I, I'm not supposed to be able to vote in this one. I would never vote for that freak. Who would like who would look at that and be like, honey, this is the guy. This is who we're going with. But beyond the commercial, let's not just pick on the commercial. We've, we've had plenty of other stuff to pick on before that. But there's so many other reasons why I or anyone else, for that matter, shouldn't vote for him. Reason number one being that he's a Bernie bro and a communist. That's a, that's a pretty big one. I mean, he even dresses like a communist. And I'm, I'm not ripping on Carhartt, although they did make some questionable decisions during all the woke stuff that was going on the last year or two. But I'm not picking on that. But it's just the fact that it's this monochromatic wardrobe. There's no color to it. There's no nothing. And I say that not because I'm, I'm anti-dark. I wear black stuff all the time. But communism's always taking beauty out of things. They take it out of the equation. He's got that Stalin bald head. He's got the weird goatee along with his, you know, the clothing we just talked about. He's just a total, total communist package. But the big slow was not done. He also sat down. I mean, he had a couple do Again, he's trying to make a final push here to win this race, to convince people in Pennsylvania that he's the guy. And he sat down for a local TV interview, and here's, here's part of it. We've got another snippet, I think, from maybe a different interview. But here's part of this one. Take a listen. And I'm sitting within a chair with you right now to have this conversation to really just address uh, the fact that I'm absolutely set to, to serve. He, the, you heard it first on local television there. He is sit to serve. Good to go. Nothing wrong at all with him. And by the way, as we keep talking about, if you question his mental acuity, you're an ableist. You're a douchebag. His brain is literally like a damaged race car. It works well enough to get around the track. No one's expecting it to win. It's doubtful that it will. But if they just make it across the finish line, maybe pick up enough points, you just keep, you kind of keep stacking them up. Maybe you can win something. And that's the strategy for the Democrats. This is who they are. Just keep this car rolling, even though we know it's broken. Get it to the finish line. Hopefully he can accumulate enough points. We can tally some, some extra votes when we find out what the, the, the difference is. And we can take out Dr. Oz, which, again, I'm not a huge fan of Oz. And when I say I'm not a huge fan of him, I don't really like him at all. But, but I'm less of a fan of communism, which should be the result that everyone gets to. And rem remember, a no vote, oh, I don't like either candidate, I'm just sitting this one out. No, no, no. A no vote, in this case, is a vote for a stroke victim who cannot finish a sentence, let alone some words. So, please, vote red up and down the ticket.
We'll sort out our internal problems later. I have a feeling that Oz is no better than Romney. We're going to have to address that later. But we cannot, cannot let John Fetterman become a United States senator. That would be the, the most laughable, ridiculous thing perhaps in the history of our country. And at this point, it's a coin flip. It's a total coin flip. All right, but the commie oaf wasn't done. Here's what he said about Roe versus Wade, because this was interesting. I run on Roe v. Wade. I celebrate the demise of Roe v. Wade. <laughs> okay. All right. So I support the demise of Roe v. Wade. And to be clear, I agree with Andre the Giant Communist in this case, but that's not what he means. That's not what he really thinks. That, and that's a big mess up, by the way, since killing babies is one of the pillars of the Democrat Party. That's who they are. That, that's one of the most important things to them. Sucking babies, babies out of uterus is like, is like their holy grail. It's sick. It's twisted. But let's be honest, that, that's, that's who these people are. And for him to say, albeit as a mistake, that he supports the demise of it, that's tantamount to a Democrat saying that they're a Christian or that they like Christians. It's crazy. Crazy talk. And the fact that he, he's making that mistake, I mean, look, the fact that he's saying anything, the, he should not be out, he should not be in this race, all that's obvious, we're, we're, we're stating the obvious here. But <clears throat> when you can't make that kind of a simple statement about a key critical talking point for the Democrat, a, a core belief of, of their political party, does anyone think that he's got the mental wherewithal to actually give thought to some of his votes? Presuming he gets to D.C., he's in the swamp, he's voting on policy, serving on, on committees. I mean, we know the answer, but mm, it's, it's terrifying. It's terrifying. All right, <clears throat> we've got one more. One more clip of Fetterman, and then we'll get into some Hillary stuff before we head on over to Booze and Banter. But I couldn't help when I saw this over the weekend but think that this is the perfect visual of John Fetterman and his campaign. But moreover, it goes beyond that. This is the perfect visual of the Democrat Party right now in this country. Take a look at this scene. I'm running to serve Pennsylvania. I mean, kudos to him. At least he got the state right in this case. But as he's speaking, as you can see, and if you're listening to the podcast, I'll just tell you, he's standing, he's got all of these American flags lined up before him. And as he's speaking, all of them fall down, each and every last one of them. And it's such a great visual because it represents what happens to the country when Democrats are in charge, when they get to make decisions. The country becomes weaker. Everything gets worse. It starts collapsing. But I just thought it was great. I thought that, I mean, like, can you think of something better in that disco? Like, that's just, that's just, that's just written perfectly. Uh, no, exactly. You couldn't write that. You yeah. could, like, that was a perfect timing, all the stuff. But, you know, because it's something to where 
you know, if you and I are running an event and we beforehand it's really windy, probably gonna be like we should probably take these flags down or find a way. They probably had sandbags on them, but you saw that gust of wind that came through. It was yeah. a lot that came through. So it's just like you gotta have something. It's something. So of course no one no one no one no one changed it. They probably just picked up the flags. That might have been like the twelfth time they fell. Yeah. For all we know. Yeah. But it but <laughs> just, it was amazing could, and in, in this day and age where everything's on camera, I just Man, I love it. I love it. It would have been better if he's like, America is my favorite country. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. That's awesome. The flags committed suicide, says Jay Winkler. Uh, That's that's true. And you know what? You've provided a great segue. um, Speaking of suicide, because we're going to talk about Hillary Clinton now, because Murder Granny was out making the rounds this weekend. And this was this was towards the end of the week. I wanted to hit on this last week, but we were done with the shows for the week, so we didn't get to. But we got to bring it up now because it's important. And she has been. She's been out increasingly so doing hits on TV and, and, and what have you. But listen to what she had to say about crime. I want people to be safe. That's not the Republicans' argument because, of course, if you look at real crime statistics, which they're not interested in examining, uh, the states with the highest crime levels are states run by Republicans. That's just a fact. Okay. All right, Hill. That's what we're going with, right? That red states have the highest crime rates. That's her claim. And it's an effort to attack governors in said states, make red states look bad. But we know that being a Democrat, she's full of crap. But we also know just moreover, she's the spawn of Satan being Hillary Clinton, and she's absolutely full of crap. But in some fairness, in some truth to all of this, There are red states that have higher crime rates. But what she's not saying, and it's very misleading, is that it's blue cities, Democrat-controlled shitholes within those states that are making said states look bad and are driving up the overall crime rates. And we know this. I mean, it's probably a top three issue that I've talked about over the last five, six years on a pretty consistent basis throughout, throughout the show is that any, any of these Democrat-run cities, their crime rates through the roof. It's disastrous. They make all these empty promises. They pander, but they never change anything. And it's disappointing as hell that the people of the city never rise up and say, hey, let's try something else. But they don't. And Democrats ruin everything they touch. So these cities only get worse and worse and worse. And that includes... Once vibrant cities. But to her claim, we've got this, this list here. We can, we can put it up. And this is cities with the highest homicide rates. I don't know what homicide is. I'm making things up. But it's probably, it's probably out there. And if, if it's a way to kill someone, the Clintons have done it. But cities with the highest homicide rates as of June of this year, 2022. And you can see on there, if you're listening, you know, it's, it's a long list. You've got a blue circle by Democrat cities and red circle uh, by, by Republican cities. There's only two, Lexington, Kentucky, and Jacksonville, Florida, which I don't like seeing, but I don't, if you don't mind me saying, uh, since we're in the Jacksonville area. But it's also not surprising. But you've got those two, Lexington and Jacksonville, who are towards the bottom of this, this first page and of this list. All of the rest. 22 and 23. 22 and 23. That's number, yeah. So number 22, so zero Republican cities in the top 20. 
only two in the top 30. New Orleans is number one. Is that Bellevue, Maryland? Or Missouri, excuse me? Where uh, Number two? That's number Baltimore. Two? Oh, it's Baltimore. Baltimore. Sorry, I've got a small... Yeah. I'm making up cities. Yeah, so is New that, Orleans, uh, Baltimore, Birmingham, Alabama, St. Louis, uh, Missouri, Milwaukee, Cleveland, Rochester, Philadelphia, Atlanta, Kansas City, Washington, D.C. Ooh! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Richmond. Wait, aren't you not? You're not allowed to have weapons in Washington, D.C., right? Oh, but the bad guys uh, always get their weapons, yeah. Disco. <laughs> Richmond, Oakland, Cincinnati, Chicago, Louisiana, Albuquerque. That's just north of me or south of me. Excuse me. Minneapolis, Dallas, Nashville, Durham, Lexington, Jacksonville, Greensboro, Los Angeles. I thought that would be higher on the list, actually. Yeah. Los Angeles. But uh, Colorado Springs, Las Vegas, which is that a is that an I? Are they an independent? It's like a gray I mean, circle. Maybe anyway, that's what they're Virginia Beach. Yeah. yeah. San Francisco and the New York. Well, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's the top cities, people. Well, so, okay, so Hillary, again, she's she knows what she's saying. You're saying red states are the most violent. Okay. In the in the rare circumstances where you can use Miller's law and make that statement true. It's only because of the Democrat shitholes that make up the, the largest portion of the population and the largest portion of the crime in that in that state it's not a representation of the state whatsoever so it it, it doesn't work and by the way <clears throat> you know baltimore is number two okay they're always up there they're they're vying with new orleans for one and two you know frequently st louis has traditionally been in the top five you got all these places baltimore's though not in her, it's just it, her, her statement doesn't make any sense doesn't well, make it's any like sense. When, uh, that. when it's time for voting and, you know, the whole electoral electoral college and all that stuff and everything, you look at a, a state like Illinois, for instance, it's majority red, but the most populated heavy areas are blue where they have the most people. And that's why the electoral college will go towards the blue. You know, like, you know, it's it's like, OK, yeah, but the whole state popular will go map, to the blue. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I'm saying like the popular goes to the blue, but it's like the whole state, but the, because there's not so many people living there is red. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. Um, well, Carrie, Carrie Lake had some comments about Hillary, um, and she she said this this way. Just take a listen to this clip here, and then we can talk about it real quick. But I was a little concerned today. I'm going to be honest when I saw Hillary Clinton. Bad mouthing me, and she looked. She looked angry and actually scared, and and uh, just uh, completely unrelated. I want you to know, just in case you're wondering, I'm in perfect health. My brakes on my car are in good shape, and I'm not suicidal. And we're gonna win this thing on Tuesday. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, and, and look, this just in is in case wh- my brakes get cut. <laughs> I mean. It's brilliant, right? And it happened over the weekend, and we had articles on all of our sites, and they all did great because people are drawn to her and they're drawn to her meaning Carrie Lake because of stuff like this. She she's whether you're someone who believes it's hundred percent genuine, I'm not questioning it, but whether you're someone who's saying it's hundred percent genuine or she's playing the game regardless, she is doing it very well. And of well, course she's making well, reference to murder granny alluding to well, all the exactly. people. Yeah. When it comes to the track record of the people that we know that have been Oft disappeared yeah she's gonna be like i just want to have it out there on news i'm yes. not suicidal my brakes are working fine everything's great because if she were to show up you know in a barrel 
in the river. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's going to be like, well, there was a letter, and, you know, she said that, you know, she just couldn't do it anymore. And she chose <laughs> death by barrel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 crazy, but I, I, love, I love her statement. I love that. And, again, that's – I mean, look, she's a hard – I don't know her personally. I know people who do. She's a hard charger who loves God, her family, her country, which is what most Americans – align with god family country is who we are about the democrats hate god they hate families they want to divide them and they hate our country so they're kind of the you know they're the opposite they're going a different direction here and that's why her message is resonating plus you add on top of it that she's a former news anchor she's seen the inside she's seen the bias in the media all of that and that's why her message is resonating with with the good folks in arizona but that's not stopping the media from the all-out assault on her You've got the freaking uh, Drudge Report who just drives me insane. And again, they're one of those. I look at the Drudge Report every day. You're welcome. Not because I want to. I do because I want to see just how ridiculous they are. They're not the Drudge of old, as we all know. But look at this. This is this morning. This is in the top left. If you're on a desktop, this is on the top left corner of your computer on Drudge. These are the headlines about Carrie. Carrie Lake detested guns, practiced Buddhism a few years ago, question mark. Liberal to the core. Drag performers' criticism deeply personal. Okay, so clearly for this Republican aggregate site that's known as Drudge, which is, is a Republican, is like Geraldo Rivera and Chris Wallace and all these other people. She, she, she voted for Obama. <clears throat> okay. We all make mistakes. We all can change. She worked in the TV news, one of the most liberal careers that you can find. So it's not really a big surprise that back at the time where she was less political, she drank some of the Kool-Aid that her colleagues were serving. The whole statement about she was a practicing Buddhist. Okay. On the surface, is that what I agree with or align with and I can get and understand? No. But who cares? You're not voting for that. And where she is now is what is most important. And what's funny about this is <clears throat> all of these communists are bringing up things that they believe will disqualify a candidate in the eye of Republicans. But they're discounting the fact they have no idea of the shift that's occurred in the Republican Party and what's going on with the new Republicans. They're, they're playing against their old foes and the, the mindset of their old foes. Which, by the way, most of those old foes are their bitches, and they do whatever they tell them to anyways. But if you want to be on, <clears throat> you know, they're, they're thinking that the past matters a ton. But if you want to be on our team, your past doesn't matter. That's, that's kind of the new thing. And it's, it's a good thing, right? Because grace outside of politics is super important, too. But what matters is what you stand for now, who you are now. And that's something that these communists cannot wrap their heads around it, it it's it they cannot pro it breaks their processor if you're if you've got a mac you just get the red spinning wheel if it's i don't know what the pcs are because they're garbage but not the red you know the pinwheel the multicolor pinwheel but they're the left is under the impression that republicans feel the same way about our political party as they do theirs and they're just wrong they're just flat out wrong it's just simply not true we treat our party in our government like politics because we have our own religions. We don't treat it like a religion like the Democrats do. That's what they do. We don't need to. We have our faith. 
and we adjust on the other side as we go. We want to keep someone. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. But if someone who does decide to switch sides and they're winning, (laughs) they will then use what they what they said to support the Democratic. The Democrats will use that against them. Be like, look what they said. Look what they used to do. Here's what this is. Okay, if everyone's jumping ship and going to the other side or saying, you know what, I don't agree with this, I'm out of here, Right. red flags. They need to be like, we need to do some internal evaluations here. But they're not going to because they have their heads so far up their asses. Yeah. (laughs) You know, they they can't see daylight. And it's it's just it's it's retarded. It's stupid. Sorry. I don't know. (laughs) It's stupid. Yeah. (laughs) It's stupid. Well, it's just again th- these look these guys do not get the country. They don't like the or they get it, but they don't like it. So they want to change it, and they have taken over so many of our whether it's sports, whether it's entertainment, all that stuff. They've robbed us of so much joy, but they don't get where we are. They don't get where we're going. They don't get any of that stuff, and that's why because of how hateful they are, how anti-American they are, how anti moreover how anti-God they are, that they have to be defeated and they have to be defeated time and time again they and they can't it's not just once like they have to be humiliated to the point where maybe i don't think it's possible if i'm being honest with you but maybe they have some come to jesus moment they'll put a different name in there because they don't like him but a come to jesus moment where they say hey you know what this isn't working this isn't working we've we've been trained on this we've we've we're trying to go along with this insane overhaul and transition of our country but no one wants it they're not buying it Again, I don't think that's going to happen. But <clears throat> if they were normal people, they would get to that point for sure, but they're not. All right, folks, it is that time. We greatly appreciate all of your engagement on all the different platforms, whether you're on Rumble on my page, whether you're on Rumble over on Red Voice, whether you're on Facebook, you, 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 wherever you are, except for YouTube, because they're communist douchebags and we don't go there anymore. We're grateful that you're here. Please hit that like button on the way out. It's about that time where we're headed over. In fact, it's not about that time. It is that time. We're headed over to Locals for Booze and Banter. We'd love to have you come join us. Get on over there. It's easy to get an account. $5 a month. You get every Booze and Banter all month. Bring a question. Bring a friend. Bring a drink. We'll see you there. If we can't, for some reason, we'll see you tomorrow. Be safe. Be smart. Be free. You've just heard Drew Berquist. Tune in weekdays on every major podcast provider or on DrewBerquist.com.